Hello and welcome to the Roman League Podcast. I'm your host, Roman Scout, Tyler Roman. Today's episode is about Washington finally giving Terry McLaurin his money. They were going to sign him to a three-year extension. It will take place, or first year will take effect in 2023. He deserves every penny, and it was a win for both sides. With the 4th of July coming up, I also want to look at the guys who will provide the most fireworks for the Commanders during the 2022 NFL season. A lot to get to, so let's get started. Guys, are you looking for that extra confidence when it's time to have fun? Let me tell you about BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew's tablets help men combat all forms of ED. BlueChew is also an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, all done online. BlueChew's tablets, made in the United States, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LEAGUE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LEAGUE, L-E-A-G-U-E, to receive your first month free. All right, we're going to talk about Terry McLaurin here first. Obviously, like I said, he totally deserves every money, every penny he got. He got three years, $71 million, $28 million signing bonus, which is the most ever given to a wide receiver. He had 53 total guaranteed and $34 million fully guaranteed at signing. Um, I actually thought it was going to be more of a four-year deal, um, but maybe that's what Terry wanted. You know, this way he can hit free agency again at the age 30 season, maybe get paid again. Um, if he has another great first three years, or another great four years like he did his first three years, there's no doubt that he can get paid again. Devonta Adams getting, just got paid going into his age 30 season. Um, so, you know, and he's got the highest, he at the time got the highest, you know, contract ever for NFL receivers. So, um, Terry definitely, you know, likes the way, I like the way he's doing business for personally for himself because he can then get himself a nice little other payday here in three or four years. Um, at the end, at, basically more at the end of his prime, you know, age 30 is probably towards the end of the back end of his prime, but the way he takes care of himself and the way he plays, uh, he's going to be a long, he's going to have a long NFL career and be productive for at least the next, you know, five to six, seven years, in my opinion. Um, that's just the way he's built, the way he works. Um, and, you know, honestly, just the talent that he has. You know, Terry's been a special player since Washington drafted him in the third round. Um, you know, you know, they start that first game of his career, you know, the long touchdown for Case Keenum. He had 120, had over 100 yards in that game. Uh, Case missed him for another, you know, long, sh- deep shot down the field. Um, and really, I, I just love the way he attacked football. Even in that first game, he had a couple, you know, contested catches, and that's carried over throughout his career. I mean, he had the highest win um, percentage on contested catches his last year in 2021. Um, and I expect that to continue in 2022. I mean, obviously he's not the biggest receiver, but he plays bigger than his size. He's six foot, but he's always, you know, fighting for the ball in the air. And that's what's made him, you know, more of an elite receiver. He might not be top five yet. I think he's more closer to top 10, top 12. But um, now that he has a stable quarterback in <coughs> Carson Wentz, who knows, he could definitely get into that upper echelon um, of, you know, top six, top seven NFL wide receivers. Um you know, I, I love his route running from the beginning. The game against the Dolphins, his rookie year, um, he was faking a post in the inside and you know cut out for a corner route. He had two touchdowns in that game, but just subtle things that like that where he's able to break off the top of his route. He leaned his head towards the middle of the field and got the corner completely shook, and then he cut back outside and the corner you know basically fell to the ground because Terry sold the route inside route so well before breaking outside for an easy touchdown. So I mean things like that. It when you knew that he was going to be a really good player, 
and that's even dating back to his rookie year. And then obviously Washington got a steal getting him in the third round. Um, he really only fell just because he didn't really get much run around state. They had so many talented receivers there. He was, you know, really by a lot of you know pundits, including to be the top special teams player in that 2019 NFL draft. He's never played a second of special teams here just because he's been an elite receiver or a great receiver for them from the beginning. Um, basically, the wide receiver won as soon as he stepped on the field that week one against Philly. Um, you know, his speed was special at Ohio State, but again, they spread the ball around so much, and you know they had talented players there ahead of him. We had to bide, you know, bide his time. He had his best best season was a senior year when he had 700 yards and 11 touchdowns, and still only had about 40 receptions. So. You know, he's, he's doubled that in already, or tripled that, almost uh, quadrupled that, actually, in his NFL career. Um, but also, I mean, he had 80 catches his second year, and they had 40 catches, you know, a senior year at Ohio State. So, like I said, he became a much more productive NFL player um, than he was in college. And, again, that's more of a matter of circumstance. And he's only going to get better here in the NFL as he gets, you know, more acclimated with a better quarterback. So, um, he also, he's part of a special stat, you know, one of six NFL, one of, excuse me, one of six players with over 50 catches, over 900 yards, and four touchdowns in their first three seasons. The other five, Randy Moss, Hall of Famer, OBJ, who obviously had one of the best starts to anyone's career as for a receiver. Michael Thomas, same you know, same breath, he had one of the best starts of NFL career um, before having injuries the last couple of years. AJ Green's a borderline Hall of Famer, if not, you know, could definitely make it. Um, back in 2011, he had, he's had a great career in the NFL so far. His, his career is winding down towards the end now. And the other one is someone, his uh, draft classmate in DK Metcalf. Um, DK Metcalf, obviously, is a special talent. He's getting ready to get paid, too, as well. Um, he had Russell Wilson as quarterback. And that's, you know, so it's a little more um, transferable to see why he has the stats that he does. Um, but that's why I think out of these six receivers, Terry definitely, you know, should get to the tip of the cap more than any of them. You know, Terry's had eight different quarterbacks to deal with. Um, it's been a rotation of quarterbacks. And you, know, you look at Randy Moss, you know, he had more stability there back in, I guess, the late 90s, what it was for Minnesota. Um, Odell Beckham had Eli Manning. Michael Thomas had Drew Brees. A.J. Green had Andy Dalton. You say what you want about him. He still was a competent NFL quarterback, at least his first couple years, A.J. Green. And like I said, D.K. had uh, Russell Wilson. So, um, you know, it, it just makes it so much more impressive that Terry um, was able to do that with, you know, the litany of quarterbacks he's had to deal with. Um, another reason why he's such an amazing player in person is, you know, the message he put on Twitter um, on Thursday afternoon, basically thanking everyone that's you know involved um, from the organization, you know from his family, from his friends, teammates, um, and the fans. And then you know you don't see a lot of players do that nowadays, or really ever, where they come out and thank you know everyone after they get an extension. He just said you know this is just the beginning. He's going to start working. I'm sure you know guys have seen it on Twitter and Instagram and everything, but it just shows the kind of the special person he is. And I yeah, I think everyone fully believes in that this is never going to change who he is. It's going to make him work even harder. To prove that he is, you know, one of the better receivers in the NFL, like he already is. So, Washington is so so lucky to have a player of his um, caliber on the field and off the field, um, and he's just a stud. You know, like I said, they, they needed to have him locked down. Um, it would have been such a such a horrible precedent if they did not sign him long term for the guys in that locker room. You know, Terry that's had a you know great start to the career on the field, and he's been an ambassador off the field, a leader off the field, leader on the field as well, um, and really a bright spot for this organization of these dark times they've had, of course, that everyone you know is well documented off the field. So um, he's a very, very special uh, player and person for this organization, and you know I'm glad that they're able to keep him in the fold for the next four years. Um, and 2022 could be his best season. 
Um, he has Carson Wentz, and people obviously are down on Carson, but he is the most physically talented quarterback this team has had since Robert Griffin III in 2012, you know, off his rookie year. So if Carson can play even like he played, you know, for half of the year in Indianapolis last year, um, I don't think anyone's expecting to get back to the 2017 Philly Carson Wentz where he was getting the MVP for it towards ACL. But um, if he can, you know, just be competent and be a solid NFL starting quarterback, It'll be far and away the best quarterback that Terry's ever played with. So um, I think you can look for Terry to have at least 80 catches, 1,200 yards, and you know six, seven touchdowns. So I mean, the only reason he might not hit those, he can. He, I think he could hit those numbers in more. But you know, I think there's more. Um, he has some guys to take off some pressure off him this year that will you know take away some of his targets. Obviously, like Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Dion Brown, Cam Sins, and obviously they're going to run the ball. Going to mount with AJ, excuse me, Antonio Gibson. J.D. McKissick and um, Brian Armstrong Jr. So, um, but I think you know that almost could be the floor for Terry. 80 catches, 1,200 yards, and you know six, seven touchdowns. So I, I think he can close to 100 catches, 1,400 yards, and you know eight or nine touchdowns if everything breaks right. And um, you know he, I think he has the talent to do that, no problem. And I think Carson has the talent to you know get him to those numbers as well. So, um, in the end, like I said, it's such a really, really good moment for this team. It was an organization that's you know so so needed this and craved good news and good PR to have. To sign, you know, their star, their best player, their franchise player to this deal is a really, really good precedent for the fans and this organization to hang their hat on um, um, going into 2022. Keep moving on to the little, you know, theme of Fourth of July. Um, obviously, I think this can be um, very explosive offense. You know, probably the best the team has had since the 2016 season with Kirk Cousins at quarterback and Deshaun Johnson. Just see me, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garcon, Jordan Reed, who was, you know borderline top three tight end in the NFL at that time, Jameson Crowder, um, you know, and, and guys like that. So I think this team has that potential to be as explosive as that offense was. Um, obviously, you, when you're talking about fireworks, you're going to talk about that for mentioned Terry McLaurin. You know, he I think he's going to be a, more of a deep threat this year now that he's a quarterback that actually throw the ball down the field competently. Because um, Terry, you know, was a great deep threat rookie year. And then, you know, it's kind of tailed off. He's been more of an intermediate routes, but I think they're going to try to push the ball down the field more than him, as they should, because he has the potential to do it, no problem. So I think Terry's going to lead the way with that. Also, you get Curtis Samuel, who I think is going to be able to score from anywhere on the field as long as he's healthy. He could take, you know, a jet sweep, a screen, um, a slant to the house, just because of speed and his uh, play breaking, please me, playmaking ability. Um, he also is very underrated at breaking tackles, and I think he, even for a guy for his size, he's a slippery guy to bring down. He, he runs with a lot of force for a guy of his size. So the Jahan's up there, excuse me, Curtis Samuel's up there as well. Then you have John DeHodson, the rookie first-round pick for Penn State, another guy that can score from anywhere on the field. Um, very, very slight frame, but another guy that can break some tackles here and there. He has impressive and really, really good hands. Um, I think people have seen that highlighted where he, on Ohio State when um, he had touchdown on Sean Wade. That was a ridiculous catch in his junior year. And Jahan Dawson again can make you know highlight plays like that for no problem, and very easily. Um, and Curtis, excuse me, Carson, Carson Wentz has even said that he has the most natural hands he's been around um, at, on offense, which is you know good to see a, a great you know sign for Jahan Dawson. Obviously, Carson only in the league for seven years, but um, he has been around some talented players, and that's a really high compliment for uh, Jahan. Uh, Deami Brown, I think, is going to be the best deep threat on this team. Obviously, he's not going to probably start with those three ahead of him, um, but I think he's going to be, you know, looked at, go down the field a lot. Like I said, Carson has the competent arm to do that and actually hit the Yami Brown in stride a couple times. Yami got open on some plays last year that just went didn't, either Heineke didn't see him or just didn't have the ball, the, the arm strength to get the ball to him. Uh, but I think Yami is going to ha- is going to be a guy that's going to have, you know, three or four plays at 50 yards next year, um, just based off his speed and his talent that he had at UNC. Um, so I think he's another guy that can provide some. Explosive plays to this offense. Tony Gibson is going to be the same way. 
I love that he's you know cut down his frame a little bit, lost a lot of body fat. Um, he's a guy that you know obviously can take the ball, take score from anywhere on the field. Even going back to last year and that screenplay from Buffalo, where a seventy-yard play showed away his breakaway speed, and I think he's going to be even faster this year now that he's lost some weight. And you know taking you know his game off the field, you know, and translate it more to a um, better result on the field. As I said, Antonio Gibson had a really good first two years, a thousand yards last year. I think he's a potential for more this year. Now they're going to take away from his carries now for J.D. McKissick and Brian Robinson, but I think Antonio Gibson is an explosive playmaker um, that this team is really lucky to have because I think he's really going to take off in year three. And then J.D. McKissick, another guy that, you know, has very good breakaway speed. Um, love the way that he can get the ball to him in a myriad of ways, especially out of the backfield. He's one of the best pass catching running backs in the NFL. Um, and I think he's underrated running back, too, when it comes to, you know, running through between the tackles. They don't really give him any carries, but J.D. could definitely do it. So J.D.'s another guy that can, you know, provide some, you know, firecracker plays for this offense. And, you know, round that up, obviously Carson wouldn't consider a firework, but I think he's a guy that could definitely, um, you know, pass, you know, get these guys in good positions to make plays. Carson, you know, is accurate for the most part has a really good arm um so i think he's going to be you know a big reason why this team can have an explosive offense as long as he can you know just play commonly and avoid the mistakes um he can he could be the best quarterback this team has had since car since cousins and at least the most physically talented the guy like since a guy like robert griffin third um defensive fireworks i think i expect chase and montez some good you know big years off the edge i think this is the year they both have double digit sacks leaning more towards montez if, if I had to bet on one of them, just because I think Chase is going to miss some time at the beginning of the year. And I really think Montez is just a little more developed in his pass rushing at this point. Uh, Chase, obviously, I think still has the, the more potential. Um, but Montez is a guy that, you know, I, I think he, the sky's the limit for him. And I, I expect him to have a really, really nice year in 2022. Um, so sack fumbles and some big plays. And again, I think Chase is, uh, has a better long term, um, I want to say, potential. But Chase, they're both going to be. You know, studs next year. I really fully hard to believe that. I love that Chase Young was out here working with Von Miller this offseason to improve his game. Von Miller has been one of the best pass rushers in the NFL the last 10 years. Um, so there's not many, too many better guys that Chase can learn from. Uh, this might be a little off the ball for a defensive line, um, fireworker, what you want to say. But I think Jamie Davis can do it. I think Jamie, I love the way his, he's physically gifted. He's one of the faster linebackers in the league. He ran one of the fastest, con linebacker, excuse me, fastest 40 times of the combine for a linebacker. Um, you know, I, and he has good hands for a linebacker, too. I can see him having a pick six or two next year um, just because I, I like the way he plays in coverage, or at least in zone coverage. Um, so I think Jamin Davis is a guy that can maybe, you know, provide some big plays. He's a big hitter, too, but he gets a chance to make a play on the ball. So I think that's another guy to consider. And then Cam Curl. I think Cam Curl is going to provide, you know, one of the best seasons of his career. I think he's going to have a breakout year and can be considered a top 10 safe in the NFL. Um, I'm, I'm very high on him. I love that he has versatility. They can play him. Um, and the Buffalo nickel, they can play him as strong. They can play a little free. They can play him the slot, um, even a little linebacker as well. So I just think that they can. He's just an immovable chess piece of this team. Immovable chess piece of this team that has. Um, and again, I just love his potential. And he's been a hell of a pick for being a seventh round pick a couple years ago. But Cam Curl is a guy that I'm really, really high on, and I expect him to have a Pro Bowl S season in 2022. Well, with that that concludes this Roman League episode. The Commanders locked down their best player in Terry McLaurin for the next four years. They had to pay him because it just would have set a horrible precedent for the teammates in that locker room, for the fans and everything. This organization needs some good news and paying their best player who deservedly needed, I mean, he, he deserved every penny they gave him. It was a really good move for this organization and a really good move for Terry McLaurin. The offense has a chance to be very explosive this year, probably the best it's had since 2016. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScott21 and Instagram at RomanLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please hit subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.